go. Get, don't let the ball hit the ground. Touch outside the three-point line. Quick, quick. Get there, D-Ruth. The next ball. Here we up. Outlet, outlet. LSUA fans, it's time for the Fort Report. Your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the Fort Report. We are uh, visiting with head coach Larry Cordero. Coach, how's it going? Ben, it's going well, man. Uh, this is awesome. We're actually uh, live and in person uh, I guess I guess when this airs we won't be live, but we're we're sitting here face to face. It's great. We've done this a couple of times. Not every week we get to do this uh, face to face. But here this we is are fun. in Ruston, Louisiana, where we first met. That's right. That's right. This is great. Um, hey, let's get a quick game recap. It was another top fifteen matchup in this young season for the Generals as they hosted the number thirteen ranked Drovers of the University of Science and Arts of Oklahoma on Saturday afternoon at the Fort. The Drovers came out hot, hitting two quick three-pointers to get the game started. The Generals would bounce back and inside the last two minutes of the half went on a 10-0 run, taking a 47-40 lead into the half. A layup by Trail Thompson put the Generals up 11 with 16 minutes and 37 seconds left to play, but Graydon Steinmetz's three-pointer just five minutes later would give the Drovers a lead they would never relinquish. The Drovers of USAO outshot the Generals 42% to 34% in a game that saw both teams combine to shoot 89 three-pointers. Cameron Hines had 27 points and made eight three-pointers for USAO, while Stefan Hall added a double-double with 16 points and 10 assists. Chris Vickers had 17 points and 15 rebounds in a losing effort for the number six ranked general. For the first time this season, and just the fourth time ever at the fort, the LSUA Generals find themselves in the loss column. 97-92 your final as the number 13 ranked USAO defeats number six ranked LSUA. All right, Coach. Well, that was it. Uh, what, what can I say? Uh, we had a great opponent, a top 15 opponent come to the fort. And they walked away victorious. That's a tough loss, Coach. Yeah, all losses are tough. You know, at LSUA, we've got to win like champs. And we also, uh, when we lose, we have to continue to take it on the chin like a champ, uh, something we don't want to continue to do. This loss, uh, yes, it definitely stings. I feel like we let a lot of people down on Saturday afternoon. In particular, the people that are listening to this podcast right now, you guys out there are true fans that really follow us. Hopefully this is something that our team just had to have happen to us so we can reach our best. It's early in the season. Yes, you start every season and you want to win every game and be undefeated, but reality is uh, very few teams, if any, do that. So if we can learn from this loss and it'll make us greater later, uh, you know, E plus R equals O, the event we lost. What's yeah. our response? Yeah. Mo Monday and today's Tuesday practice and this morning was really strong equals the outcome. So we won't know the outcome until Saturday's game we can come back and play again. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to, to lose a game, I think losing one uh, early in the season, um, you know, I think we have – there's a lot of season left to come back and bounce back from that. And we lost to a quality opponent. And so we've been challenged early. Um, so we'll see how, how we respond. It kind of 
uh, kind of stinks that we have to wait until Saturday to get back out on the court to, uh, to, to prove ourselves, but I know the team will be excited about, uh, about that. So just looking at the game, we took a seven-point lead to the half, and then in the second half, they outscored us by, by 12 points to, uh, to, to, to win with the 97-92 uh, victory. So uh, breaking it down by halves, what did you see different in the two halves? One thing about USAO, they're well coached, and we knew they could shoot the basketball. We didn't want to give them up 16 three-pointers. They score 35 points on average in the first half. They scored 40. They averaged 50 in the second half, and we knew that. And they scored, I want to say, 57. 57. So they're a second-half team. They're an offensive team. And I didn't put our players in good enough position, making any adjustments for us to be able to slow their, their guards down. And that's what they were. They were really guards. And they beat us by five. They hit two more three-pointers than us. That's a six-points difference. We had 14 turnovers. They had eight. Uh, that's, you know, a six difference. Uh, they also had points off turnovers. I believe it was 16 they scored against to our 11. You know, that's, that's right. a five-point right. difference. So you can look at, at a lot of different statistical categories. But I think at the bottom, uh, at the end of the day, the, the bottom line is, you know, we just got out-efforted. From yeah. the coaches to the players, it just, you know, it, it wasn't good that it was at the fort. You don't want to be anywhere, but especially at the fort now, you know, you, we can count on one hand how many times we've lost in going into That's season right. six, four losses now. And so hopefully uh, we don't do that anymore this right, season. Right, and there's a lot to be said for that. Um, you know, late in the game, uh, as I was watching, uh, it seemed like, and, and I have to go back and look exactly at the play-by-play, but in the last, sometime in the last four minutes of the ball game, they hit big bucket after big bucket after big bucket. They hit. I think they seemed like they hit three or four threes just right in a row. And we'd we'd come back and we'd respond, but they'd respond with another three. They had to kind of, to, I don't know, be a little deflating there uh, from from the bench on that. They kept us at arm's length. It, was, it got to about ten or eleven. I think we were up eleven with sixteen minutes to go right. in the game. Yep, that's right. They went up eleven with about a minute. And our guys didn't quit. That's a positive that's that right. we've got the firepower. We've got the will to just – we're not going to surrender. We came back all the way into an official's call, which was a no call. I thought maybe we could have three free throws to tie the game up. But uh, the horn sounded, and, you know, that was it. And so, you know, the past is the past, and we've got to uh, we've got to improve all the way around. That's right. That's right. And, yeah, that was uh, – I'm watching the game. I'm like, yes, there's going to be a foul on that. I believe it was Trail who put the three up there, and uh, it was a no call. But, um, but hey, that's basketball. We had chances to win the game, and we didn't win the it earlier. The day started off. They get the ball, I believe, and they come down, and they hit a backboard three from the very beginning and then we go down they come back down the next trip and they off of our lack of communication transition they make another three so there's those six points right there i wish we could have rewound and started the game over again but you know credit usao for coming to alexandria and doing something that only lsu shreveport dillard and Wiley, and now Science and Arts out of Oklahoma. Hopefully it's four and, and no more. We've got to build, defend the fort, and we've got to do better. So it's kind of a wake-up call for us. That's right. That's right. Well, just some bright spots, Coach. I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, uh, Chris Vickers had a double-double. He had 15 points in 12. No, I'm sorry, uh, 17 points in 15 rebounds. So uh, that was a really uh, strong game for him. Uh, Julian Torres had uh, 10 points and eight boards, just missed a double-double, as did Trey. 
Latrell Thompson at, at 10 points and nine boards, and we got 15 points from Anthony Stowe. So those guys, you know, put up some solid numbers. But uh, what, what are some bright spots that we can take away from the loss? We don't need to shoot as many three-pointers as we did. Uh, right now we're shooting, you know, maybe half of our shots are threes. We've got to continue to play inside out and work the ball to Julian Torres a little bit more. Trent Brinkley's got to be better. He's kind of the wild card to our success. Not saying he's our best player. A lot of people ask me who our best player is, and, and the, it's, it's the team. We really have just layers and players of guys that can score uh, on any given night, double mm -hmm. digits. So mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't like to do a scouting report against us. And it's up for uh, you know for us to be able to, to continue having good practices as we've had these first two days of the week, and carry that to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you said we don't play till Saturday, and I wish we were ready to play right away. But kind of looked at it the other way around. This is an opportunity for us to kind of have this taste in our mouth, to have some That's real right. quality high high level practices, which we have so far, two for two this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, let's look ahead, Coach. On Saturday, uh, we are going to New Orleans to play Southern University at New Orleans. Tell us uh, what we what can we can expect uh, to see from Southern University at New Orleans. My assistant, who has the scout now, we're in the locker room earlier this morning. We were writing those guys on the board. They're kind of a, a newer t a new team. They, they don't have a lot of returners, but you know, Suno as we call them has always been tough. Last year we went down New Orleans and only won by two points. The year before that, I believe it was nine points. Uh, we've won twice in the. We've won by forty points the four times we've played down there. So an average of about ten points. So uh, you know we've got to be ready to not let them get a win. Uh, Southern University New Orleans is is winless. But as uh, we tell our players, the game's not played on paper. Uh, you just throw. You can just tear it up, uh, throw it away in the trash can. You know, numbers are good and scouting reports and all that, but it, it takes place on the court. And we've got to want it a little bit more, whether it's coaching angry, playing angry, having a chip on our shoulder. We've got to go down to New Orleans and make sure that, uh, you know, we don't stumble again because it could happen if we go out there with that the type of n intensity or the lack of that we had on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sure could. And, um, and, and like I said, I know those guys are ready to get out on the court. Uh, and play at New Orleans. So uh, to our fans out there, Saturday at 4 o'clock in New Orleans at Southern University at New Orleans is the game. And uh, I know you'll want to come out and support uh, the Generals in action on Saturday afternoon. And, uh, you know, uh, for, for two weeks in a row, we play, we play one game. And then not to get ahead of ourselves, but we have a big tournament coming up next week. So we kind of get one game a week for two weeks, and then and then we'll play a lot of basketball games the following week. Um, what, what kind of – so you guys are going to be playing over the holidays. What, what will the, the guys' holiday schedule be like next, next week? We're going to depart on Wednesday and travel all the way to Panama City, Florida. Uh, it, it sounds fun and beachy, but we're going to be in the gym and lots of basketball, three games starting Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Win, lose, or draw, you're going to get three games guaranteed. Hopefully we're advancing in that winner's bracket. and We'll find somewhere to eat down there on Thanksgiving Day. Won't be the first time the Generals have spent Thanksgiving together. Actually, two years ago, we went to Oklahoma, and so this will be another Thanksgiving trip. And uh, we'll go down there and, and, and eat some turkey and hopefully uh, play hard and get some wins on the road. I feel like our guys are, are better on the road. Uh, I don't know if it's just, just a one-game deal, but it's kind of just not, nothing to – you know, you got no – pressure or, or we've got to be able to uh, handle playing at home a lot of th 
things come with that, whether you call them distractions or whatever. But, you know, families, fans, just, you know, different things that maybe you go on the road. It's just kind of us against the world. So uh, we've got a lot of road games, and we'll have three in a row uh, next uh, week after Thanksgiving for sure. So, hey, well, I've got a second before we move on, if you don't mind. I'd like to just give a shout-out to my 98-year-old grandmother, Ben. Uh, and something that she said I wrote down, and I think it'll help us. And I asked her how she was doing, and she said she's, she's doing the best we can. And so I, I like to just get life lessons and, and relate them over to our team. And, you know, that's what we've got to do. We've got to do the best we can. I don't think we did the best we we could on Saturday but if we do the best we can I really like our basketball team and this season can be really special so we, we've got to do the best that we can take her approach and her words and, yeah. you, and use that in the basketball sense that's awesome that's awesome well that's a great word for this week because you know uh, we'll look forward to uh, to improving uh, our team on the court and um, and and you know I think whenever we're at our maximum effort we're, we're pretty tough to beat so, uh, all right, Coach, what's one thing that, that we can that, – that you see we can improve upon uh, going into our, next, into our next game on Saturday? Value the ball. Get back on transition defense. You know, basketball is a simple sport. Uh, value the ball. You know, if you're a quarterback, you know, like Joe Burrow, you don't, you don't want to fumble or throw the ball to the other team. And, and then we've got to be able to get back on defense. You know, those – Three to five seconds are so critical. When the shot goes up on our part, we can't ball watch, uh, get mesmerized, or, or want to celebrate, sign autographs. We've got to we got to sprint back on defense and set up our defense. We're, we're pretty good in the half court, but that that three to five seconds in between, teams are scoring off of our turnovers. It's no, there's hard to get defense for turnovers. You know, it's kind of like pick six, touchdown. Uh, when we fumble the ball, we turn it over off a pass or dribble. It's a layup on the area. We've got to take care of the ball and sprint back on defense. Uh, pr pretty simple formula. We've got the players that, to take care of the, everything else, but if those guys can take care of the ball and sprint back, I like our chances to, to get back in the win column on Saturday. I love it. I love it. Well, Coach, we, uh, we certainly enjoyed our time today visiting uh, with you on the Fort Report podcast, and uh, we look forward to to a great week and a, and a great ball game on Saturday. In person, Ben. Thank you for letting me come up here and uh, catch you at your work, your place of work, and, and record this. And fans, hey, come back out to the Fort. We won't be there until December the 12th and the 14th. There'll be our first two conference home games. And uh, give us another chance again. We're going to entertain you guys with better effort from here on forward for sure. All right. Thanks, Coach. Look forward to a great week. Thanks for listening to The Fort Report, your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. For more info on LSUA basketball, go to lsuagenerals.com.